Super Bowl 42 halftime. Tom Petty was Super Bowl 42. Thanks for the text coming in. Keep them coming. All requests Friday. Uh, one of your uh, favorite. What are your favorite Super Bowl halftime shows of all time? One eight seven seven three three two eight two five five. Sorry, Drew, you were saying gone way too early. Yes, the late great Tom Petty. Um, t- this year, Usher and Alicia Keys. It's been announced uh, will be one of the guests. Maybe more guests. How much do you think they'd have to pay Taylor Swift to just like? Sing one. She's going to be exhausted. She's got to do a concert. She's got to get on a plane. She's got to fly to Kansas City from Tokyo. She's going to be exhausted. Exhausted. Trust me on that one. It's Did a, you see the, click, the the clickbait from TMZ again with Taylor no. Swift? What they do now? Taylor Swift suffers a mishap at her first Tokyo show, and I'm like, oh, what? Did she fall off the no. stage? No, no. Who? What happened? What? <laughs> Tell me what happened. In one of her songs, I forget which one it is. It's Vigilante. Okay, I know which one it is. Um, it, she goes to sit on a chair, and she puts her hand on the chair, but when she went to sit on it, it wasn't... She'd missed originally, but mm-hmm. I don't know if people know this. Oh she's pretty goodness. physically fit, so it's not like she fell. She just caught leaned herself. back and caught herself and sat on the chair. But the headline hey, was, Mishap! To- like, that's not a mishap. A mishap is if he falls off the stage or one of her dancers punches her in the face. Now that is a mishap. Do you know who signed Taylor Swift to her first recording contract? Hey, you watched you watched it too, did you? Go ahead. Tell tell everybody. I, I was I was astounded watching this. Uh, the no, man shouldn't be. The the man we just lost. The late great. Toby Keith was yep. on that record label. Was she was she was fifteen when he signed her? I, I don't know. Fifteen I, or sixteen? That's a detail I don't know. Pretty smart guy. Um, so. And then that record label uh, sold to Scooter Braun, and yeah. that's what started the whole why she's re-releasing everything. With, with, it, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, is what where are we anyway. in here? Oh, what sports show. Thing? Sorry. Oh. Hey, I almost forgot. They all bring it back Football to the middle. They always bring it back. With oh, Britton Gray. <laughs> Speaking of Taylor Swift, you blew it, Britton Gray. You blew it. Yesterday in the Super Bowl party platter draft, Britton Gray, did you hear Belton on the show yesterday, Britton? Nope. Belton Johnson was on the show yesterday, our (laughs) guest judge, and he said he wanted to go with, I think yours was B on social media. We didn't disclose whose menu item it was. Um. On social. If you were listening, you knew who it was. He's like, I want to go with B, but Taylor Swift-inspired cupcakes? Absolutely. I am not. No, that's not a part of a Super Bowl party. He really liked the oh, the Haagen-Dazs Sunday bar, Drew. Thank he you. was a big fan of that, I can tell you. Well, you're, you're un-American, un-Canadian, unpatriotic if you don't want German ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Super Bowl party. <laughs> I would I would go with 100% Canadian. Uh, of course, uh, that's just me uh, for the uh, vanilla ice cream for the uh, I Super drink Bowl party. Nothing but 100% Canadian chocolate milk, but Hagen Dazs is hey, Hagen Dazs. It's baby. a great recovery drink. Thank you very um, much. So the votes are in on the Super Bowl party platter draft. 
And the votes were coming through on Instagram, on the text line, and on X, a.k.a. Twitter. It's still Twitter.com, which is confusing me uh, when Mm -hmm. they call it X. But anyways. And the winner. Wasn't even close. Um, To make it a 3-0 record in green zone drafts, people went with, and it was anonymous. It was anonymous. They went with selection D, which was this guy. Yeah, because so, once again, you changed the rules throughout the day. You knew what the yeah. categories were. You, we you all did, knew what the categories I were. I had no idea you there was a healthy in option. The meeting you when I came up with the healthy option. You did research to try to convince yourself right. that a shrimp ring was healthy. Yeah, I had to make sure. Or Britain, Britain, Britain. Yes. First off, his both his kids couldn't go to school today because of the cramp they had in their hands from having to go onto different media sites and <laughs> type in C C C C C. Oh, I was D. Was, you were C. D G G G G. Yeah. So they're so. At one time, his daughter turned and, and begged, begged <laughs> him, "Can I just go do my homework, please?" So that hundred more votes. Please, one hundred more votes. Then go do your more. homework. For kids, for so they didn't even have to go to school today because they were so so sore from typing. Also, we knew what was going to be the announcement because Jamie never announces when he loses, which is way more than he wins. And also, we don't want anybody coming to our Super Bowl party. Jamie does. He's a little social butterfly. I don't want anybody coming over to my house. I'm going to eat all my stuff my own on my own. Actually, I'm going to be just right here with the dog and Michelle. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I'd say like again. Sounds like I have a lot of excuses for losers. Oh, yeah, that's that right? what I'm, yep, this that's is, a, again, this is, this is also, like. this is also I'll these are the same people. Britain, these are the same people who voted for Jamie's dumbass hockey team over the rest of ours, which again, shows you the knowledge that we're talking about here. I had Gordy Howe and Ryan Getzlaff. Yeah, are you kidding more me? More than the second coming of you know who. They can be Please. slow. They can just pound the, cr- and then I McCrimmon on the blue line. Come on. Like you wouldn't know, you wouldn't know a good hockey team if it kicked you in the face. What are you talking about? Well, that? I thought if the Vancouver Canucks were good, and then they felt no, like they kicked me mistakes. in the face last night. Um, anyways, thank you, Saskatchewan, for uh, smooching his white behind again. <laughs> Acknowledging that I know. No, don't use what's it. You great. can't use acknowledge. You can't use acknowledge. You cannot use acknowledge. <laughs> Thank you, Britain. Scott and Britain, I, I, I know, know why you can't use acknowledge. Don't use acknowledge. Okay. For recognizing a great party there, platter when you see one. That's better. That's better. That's better. Okay. It's only one person who gets acknowledged. Exactly. Oh, my. Is this a WWE? That's thing? Roman Reigns. Oh, my. God. Exactly. Acknowledge me. <laughs> That's the head of the table. I am the head of the table. Not then now. There's only one head of the table. Stop it. Stop it. Scott, cut off his mic. Once he says that, it's over. He's done. This He's is a done. green Go zone home. with Jamie Nye. That is officially yeah, declaring me the head of the table. Oh, my God. He said it twice. Acknowledge now. Oh me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> now that I know it grinds now. your gears, it's going to be. Uh, no, it, that doesn't grind my gears. You do. Like, just in general. Uh, but yeah, I won again. So thanks for coming in, though, Britain, for uh, uh, just so I could dare, declare you. Uh... That's why we do these. See, That's here's why the we thing. Do these... Why didn't you tag Taylor Swift fan clubs on your tweet? You would have dominated if you would have done that. That was a strategic error. 
The <sighs> fact that people, the fact I, that people heard Taylor Swift and then they liked everything, but they heard Taylor Swift went, "Oh, I'm not, I, I'm not going there." It's like it'd be like when you go to a great restaurant and you like the restaurant, everything, but I didn't like the way the forks were laid out. Please, <laughs> for crying out loud! Ridiculous reason to to blame them for that. Food was great. <sighs> not sure about no the one, layout. No one though. wanted to admit they were actually all for the Taylor Swift cupcakes. Mm. Oh, they're in denial, were they? Yeah. Okay. Can, Anywho. What is, what, but, but it brings up the question. What is a Taylor Swift-inspired cupcake? I mean, well, like, the, that's, we, the, 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 the frosting on top would be like Taylor Swift or whatever. Right. One Some, would be red for the red. Thirteen black for midnights. You, know, um, about, you yeah. know more about Taylor Swift than I do, Jamie. You live in the house I live in. You would know everything about <laughs> Taylor Swift. Secret fan. What? Me? You, yeah. I'm not a secret fan at all. Turn in your man card. <laughs> what do you mean? You know what I mean. She's one of the you most exactly popular I mean. musicians that on the planet. That doesn't make her good. That doesn't make her good. It <laughs> doesn't make her work walking a, worth walking across the street to listen to her. Sorry. Okay. Um, what do I... The Kardashians are really popular, too. Football <laughs> yeah, football. Uh, football at four with Britton Gray uh, here on the Green Zone. Um, so, you're picking the Chiefs, too? Or are you, you going to finally admit that Brock Purdy has what it takes to win a Super Bowl? Listen, Christian McCaffrey might okay. lead the 49ers <laughs> to a Super Bowl with the way that he runs and how I'm a little worried about the Chiefs' rushing defense. But that de- that Chiefs' defense is... So good. And that's part of why I'm picking them because I think that Chiefs defense can handle whatever the 49ers pull out with Debo Samuel, George Kittle, Christian McCaffrey, Brandon Ayuk. I think they can handle them and then just let Patrick Mahomes be special four times in that game and he'll uh, that's a, get them over. That's a big handle. That's a big, to say the word handle, I mean, that's a big handle when you're talking about McCaffrey, Samuel, Kittle, Ayuk. And you have to throw you have to throw Brock in there. Trent Williams, the left tackle, he's very Trent, good. Yeah, really good. Yeah, and, and their D doesn't their D doesn't suck either, and their D's pretty darn good too. What's so, the final score, Britton Gray? Give it to me. What do you got? Final score, Super Bowl fifty eight, twenty four to thirteen. Ooh, smoked them. Not a chance. No. That Chiefs team is really good, and we have underrated them this entire season. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. That they that when they had their 13. stumbles, when they had their stumbles, we all, most of us, a lot of us, I shouldn't say we all, the we thought the shine had come off them because their receivers were dropping balls like it mm-hmm. was nothing, like they were hotcakes. And Patrick was whiny about every damn thing and every damn game they didn't win. It's like, oh, shut up, man. You're the MVP. Knock it off. But they regrouped, and I agree with you that we did underrate them after that. I've got 23-20, and uh, Drew Amenda doesn't make predictions, but uh, he's picking the Kansas City Chiefs to win, or he believes they will win. I believe they win, and I'm hoping the Niners win. So naturally, because we're all picking the Chiefs, the Niners are – Probably going. That's to usually how it That's works. How yeah, it here goes. on the green yeah. zone, absolutely. It's the uh, kiss of death. <laughs> this place will be crazy. This, this this place will go nuts. It, this place will go nuts. 
I can't wait for Drew Romenda to send us videos of the horns honking and people running in the streets of... Not in the, uh, not the area I live. <laughs> the area I live is a little... We're a little bit above that. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, don't, uh, we don't hobnob. Wash masses. <laughs> You're just walking around with his nose in the air. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm renting. I'm renting. I'm not. I'm not I don't own here. Just, I'm so, renting. just so everybody knows, Drew is in like what? How many square feet is your uh, loft? Six hundred. Six hundred. Six hundred square foot. That's including yeah. the stairs from the from the door up. But it's a very intimate uh, area. That's very why intimate. we can hear when the laundry's done. We can hear it ringing in the background. It's That's like literally at arm length away from me. The cool thing, though, is where we 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 are situated. That during the Niners games at home games, they have the flyover. It comes right over the place. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, it's very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Alrighty. So anyway, you got the Chiefs. I got the Chiefs. Uh, Drew's got the Chiefs. Congratulations to the San Francisco 49ers on the <laughs> Super Bowl championship. This is 980 CJME and 650 CKOM. Lady Gaga, Super Bowl 51, coming down from uh, the roof ahead of that uh, Super Bowl. That was Woodsy's favorite, wasn't it? Oh, I remember Woodsy going into that Super Bowl. Not happy. And he was like, Lady Gaga, Lady Gaga, can't we get real music? Then he, after, the next day, Woodsy came in and was like, that, that young lady can sing. That was, wow. That might have been the best Super Bowl halftime show I've ever seen. That was Impressive. I remember he was, he yeah. was, uh, yeah. Lady Gaga won Woodsy over in Super Bowl uh, 51 uh, with her uh, halftime uh, performance. Uh, so we'll see if uh, Usher uh, can land in one of the most memorable uh, halftime shows uh, coming up on Sunday. That was Mary J. Blige, Super Bowl 56, as a part of one of my favorite uh, halftime shows with Dr. Dre, Snoop, Eminem. Kendrick Lamar was uh, there, but I'll tell you what, I was, I underestimated Mary J. Blige on that one. Yeah, I did. She was awesome. Absolutely was, awesome. Yeah, I'm interested in Dr. Dre and Snoop and yeah. Eminem and then... But Mary J. Blige was my, maybe my favorite part of that halftime show. Like she, like that beat, that song. It was like it was all the nostalgia for a lot of people uh, watching that one. I'll be honest; they could have left Kendrick Lamar out. That was that was like, hey, here's for the young kids. Here's the yeah. But my but, boys love Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar is the best concert I've ever seen. One of the best concerts I've ever seen. I thought Bruno Mars was the best concert. Well, yeah, Bruno's up there. Temptations are up there. Michael uh, Bublé. Rod Stewart, Michael Bublé and Michelle made me go. But, but you uh, like Kendrick, it? Yeah, Kendrick Lamar with my boys. Yeah. Is it true Michael Bublé goes up to the stage and says, for all the guys here, you'll thank me later? Is that a thing yeah. that he actually does? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was talking to the guys who have not been married for 40 years. <laughs> Because Michelle turned and looked at me and went, don't even think about it. <laughs> you will not be thanking him later. <laughs> Get in the fast lane, Kramer. The 
Bengal game is ready to roll. It's time to drop the gloves. We have to get Ty on, by the way. We have to get Ty on and drop the gloves to tell the story about that. The story? Oh, Ty Domi. Ty, Ty Domi. For the yeah, intro. Gotta, okay. I was like, I was like, you wear ties all the time. What do you mean we got to get ties on? What do you want? What? Oh, we got, we got Ty, Ty Domi, Domi on, on the story of yeah. Philadelphia. Okay. Like, who leads the league in most fights in a career? I'm going to say Ty Domi. Ty Domi, 338. Really? If I remember correctly. It's ridiculous. I wouldn't have knocked. Uh, the only reason I guessed Ty Domi is because why would you bring it up otherwise? It would have been weird to be like, Bob Probert. Uh, Bob Probert. <laughs> the answer to the question. Um, okay, uh, Drew Romero. Sorry, wrong. 333 fights. Oh. I, I apologize. That's a lot of fights. Our game of the night last night. Yeah, Vancouver, Boston. They give up the Canucks two shorthanded goals in the first period, and then to re- really be fired up coming out of the second. Okay, let's let's get back in this, boys. They give up two goals in the first minute of the second period, and the Eliases or Elias and Elias, um, a dash eight combined. They were on the ice yeah, for all four night. goals. <laughs> it's like, oh, Lindholm and Pedersen, not the best performance. Against the Boston not, Bruins. It might have been one of the worst performances the Canucks have had this year. Not the first time two Swedes have been beat up by the Bruins, I might add. <laughs> <laughs> but um, mistakes. I mean, you you can't make the mistakes that they made last night and against a team as good as the Boston Bruins and think you're going to win. Now, to be fair to the Vancouver Canucks, they got points in 12 straight. They're 10 wins and two, two overtime losses. Yeah. It's not like they're... You know, what's going wrong with the Canucks? But they made too many mistakes, and they were—they just were not. They just played sloppy, played loose. They, they didn't play against the Boston Bruins. The Boston Bruins don't wow you. They just overpower you by the way that they play the game because they're, they're really strong as far as their execution of their system, scheme, color, whatever you want. They play to their roles extremely well. And they're a group that, even though they're they're really, like, they don't rely on their skill, even though they have a ton of it. But they they just played, they played a better game as far as how quick they were on pucks, how much pressure they put on the Canucks, and, the, and forcing the Canucks into the mistakes that they made. But you, yeah, you give up two shorties. That's a tough night. Uh, yeah. In one period. I, yeah. Yeah. In one, one period. Hey, dude, last year, Sharks gave up. Maybe it was this year. Might have been this year. Gave up two in one uh, one power play. Try that one on. Did that ever happen before in the National Hockey League? Oh, or was I'm that sure a it has, but maybe it was by us when, and when I was coaching them. <laughs> Were you in charge Let's of the power out. play? No, I was in charge of the PK. <laughs> wow. Why they put me in charge of the PK makes no sense whatsoever. Mr. Don't Block Shots is in, <laughs> in yeah, charge of the, the PK. Day. Well, you didn't do it. You didn't do it back in the day. You, you didn't do it back then. You were, you blocked them, but you, was, you only had a few guys who were shot blockers. You know, now everybody has to. Uh, okay. Um, I might change my tune on that one, by the way. On 
Shot blocking? Shot Well, John Tortorella finally talked some sense into you. That's why. I haven't seen John yet this year. I'm going to see him next month. Uh, Tonight, it is, uh, once again, the Minnesota Wild against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Not in Pittsburgh, but I believe Marc-Andre Fleury will actually get to play uh, rather than not playing him in Pittsburgh uh, a couple of weeks ago. And it was a cool moment earlier. Sidney Crosby presented Marc-Andre Fleury with a gigantic painting of a lot of the memories of Marc-Andre, and there's Latang on there, and uh, Max Talbot, and Crosby, and Malkin, and all the memories there. It is actually Marc-Andre Fleury night tonight in uh, Minnesota for the Wild and the Pittsburgh Penguins. It would be something if he didn't retire, though, right? Like if he's like, ah, hey, you know what, I'm coming back yeah. next year. <laughs> well, there's, there's, there's the thing, right? <laughs> now, for Marc-Andre Fleury, the, uh, the talk is as well, that he might be gone from Minnesota by trade deadline because there are some teams that would like some more depth at goaltending, and maybe Mark Andre Fleury can find the magic one more time. Don't know. All I do know is that no matter what team Mark Andre Fleury has played on, they absolutely adore him. They think that he is one of the not only the best goaltenders that they've ever played with, but one of the best teammates you've ever played with. The guy just loves playing the game. But this is a goalie, a goalie who has started in over a thousand games. Dude, that's got to wear on you, right? I mean, that has got to wear on you big time. But another thing to watch tonight is the guy who's probably going to catch Connor Bedard because Connor Bedard, and probably going to be, if, if Connor Bedard is out for another six weeks, Although he's practicing again, non-contact. Yeah, he's practicing again, but that's, yeah, non-contact. But um, Brock Faber, young defenseman for the Minnesota Wild, is number two overall in rookie scoring. He is, uh, if you watch the the game between Chicago and Minnesota the other night, uh, I don't know if you did, it was on TNT, so I, I, of course, watched it down here. That he is an exceptional young player. So he's got, uh, he's only about three points behind Connor Bedard's far as points go but he's played 11 more games because of connor's injury but he'd be the next guy if you're not if connor stays out for a while or longer on this injury he, he brock faber will probably be the the calder winner the way he's playing that's for sure he's, he's been amazing so he's a fun guy to watch and only he's just a baby i mean he's you think these guys are jamie i don't want these guys are him. so young it is so ridiculous he, he was born in 2002 it doesn't See, matter. You can say 2002. You say 21. Right now, yeah. 2002, that's not – he's 22. Like, that is not – think about Connor Bedard. Turns, turns 22 in – yeah, not till not till August. Yeah. The, the guys who were being drafted this year were born in, like, 2006. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy how young these 2006. Guys. That's an 18-year-old now, ladies and gentlemen. Think about it. Do the math. <laughs> or don't do the math because I no, didn't no. want to do it either. <laughs> 2006? I got married in 07. So skilled. Like, so skilled. They are so skilled, these kids that come up. These kids play now. They're they're fast. Now, but for them, this is it's become it's not like I remember when Brent Ashton way back in the day, was the best hockey player I'd ever seen growing up in Saskatoon. He's just absolutely the best. And he got drafted when he was 18. And um, Brent just was good. 
He was just he was just a naturally great athlete, no matter what he did, and played almost a thousand games in the National Hockey League. But Brent didn't do hockey 365 days a year. It wasn't a a job for him in the summer. That's not the way it was back then. So you developed your skills when you went to camp, when you skated maybe a little bit in the summer back in the day, even back 15 years ago. But now these kids, and they are kids, are playing 365 they're doing specialty skating, skating on treadmills, puck work on treadmills. They're working with psychologists, nutritionists, fitness experts. And it's it's shown off in how skilled and how fast and how absolutely incredible they are as athletes. Very different now. I will also add this. Uh, the burnout among 16, 17, 18-year-old oh. oh. hockey players is way higher than it's ever been. Way higher. Way higher. Now, I've had this argument with, with some parent argument, discussion with some parents regarding why do you put your kid in in the summer stuff? Why do you put your kid in this? Why do you put your kid in that? And the the answer has kind of always come back as, well, you have to. You have to or else they're not going to be able to keep up. They're going to be left behind. And I guess, you know, I, I look and go, hmm, uh, if they're good enough and they're passionate enough, no, they won't. But there's, if you want your kid to play at a high level of, of hockey and you want them to reach yours and his dreams, let's be honest, <laughs> then, then they, they have to, they have to try to keep up somehow. But I think you're right on the burnout, the burnout stage. I, I still think that it'd be better for a young man or a young girl to, to go and do other things. Everly, Everly said it to me. Uh, Getzlaff has said it to me uh, when they were playing days, talking about two sport athletes. They're like, there's no three on three spring hockey. It was baseball. It was baseball season. And they, they felt that they benefited by the two sport athlete and doing more uh, back then. So, but Jordan, Jordan Everly, was born in 1990. You know, so <laughs> things were again, things were very different then. And guess laugh same same time around the same time. So it was very different then. Now, because it Everly and, and guess laugh weren't weren't going up against guys who were doing the 365 day with all the nutrition and everything else. I, I agree. I think it makes you better athletes, and I think it makes you more adaptable to to be able to figure things out as a player when you're playing a couple of different sports. But I do understand the pressure that, that the, the parents and the, and the players feel. Jamie and I drew with you here on the green zone coming up next, our game of the night, uh, plus a more uh, Super Bowl chatter. We're going to go to Las Vegas. Carol Wagland, host of NFL on CTV uh, in Vegas. will be here for a preview just past five o'clock on 980 CJME and 650 CKOM. Jamie Knight, Drew Remenda with you here on uh, the Green Zone. Someone is demanding, Drew, uh, demanding the game of the night tonight be the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Minnesota Wild uh, for the game of the night. Is that the angry Pens fan that always texts in? No. Okay. I don't think so. Oh, it is. It is the angry ah, Spence okay. fan. Yeah. All right. Sorry. All right. Well, it w- makes sense. It wasn't in yeah, that text. Sense. It was uh, early. It is. It is. Yeah. 
We have a texter that says Angry's Pens fan is they don't say like Dave or Steve or Mike yeah. or Melissa or and it's Angry Pens fan. Um <laughs> but I'll be honest when you look at it Blackhawks Rangers mm. Oilers Ducks like for significance the for the the game like the Penguins need some points here. They need to gain some ground uh, to make the playoffs. They're right on the bubble. And the Minnesota Wild are in that same conversation. They better get a move on to make the playoffs. Yeah, they gotta they gotta go. The Oilers have beaten the Ducks, I do believe, in the last six games in a row and combined score of thirty to seven. Yeah. It should be guaranteed. I thought the Ducks were gonna be better this year. It should be guaranteed win night for the Edmonton Oilers. There's trap the- game. <laughs> No, they had the trap game on Tuesday against the Vegas Golden Knights.